The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face is made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And right there at the top of the page, what you'll see is there's two videos. Uh, the one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can catch that up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern Time, at what time he'll be live. So if you want to watch Bradley, if you want to hear the show this afternoon, be sure to jump in around 3 o'clock, and that should uh, go off of yesterday's show to the live show. On the right side is the morning show. That's what we're doing right now. Hit the play button. That will play and blow it up on whatever device you got. There's a rumble icon in the bottom right. Click on that. Join us in the chat. Love to have you there. 
Great to see everybody on Rumble, which is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. If you just want to go there, you can do that as well. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, as well as Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. And uh, if you got a Roku device, we're on there at Cutting Edge TV. We're also we've also got a Discord channel, these or Sons of Liberty Discord channel. If you want to jump in there, there's people in there, but there's usually not a lot of activity in there. And then maybe it's because I can't, I just can't keep up with it. It's kind of cool though. You can throw all those little, you know, images that make the uh, conversation a little lively there. There's little gifts that you know they move in, and uh, some of them are very practical for whatever you're talking about in there. Sometimes a little funny and stuff, so a little lively in there. You guys, obviously, in all of our channels, whether it's on Facebook, and yes, I have my personal page and my public page that we that we're able to stream to because they pulled our other one, and I don't know how long they're going to let us keep these or not, but they don't give us a lot of outreach. But you guys seem to to find it over there, and I'm grateful that you're you're joined in there with us as well. Um, also, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, please do that. You get one email from us a day, all the articles that we have out, uh, including the Morning Show Archive. So I got that out late yesterday. It was just a, uh, it was a busy day. And um, <clears throat> so it, I got it out uh, yesterday's show after I sent the email out. That's how late I was in things. So that's my fault, but it's, it's out now. And uh, you can check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Uh, but be sure to do that, and then if you want to get our weekly email concerning the ministry itself, uh, go over to sonsoflibertyradio.com, okay? And while you're there, sign up for that one. You get one email from us a week, one once a week, okay? Again, that tells everything that's going on in the ministry. You get Bradley's article for the week, and then you also get whatever the special is that we're you know running out of our store for that week. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that, our store is available. <coughs> Excuse me. Whoa. COVID. Uh, <laughs> there's a store button at the top of the sonsoflibertymedia.com. Uh, this week we're highlighting uh, Stephanie's book, For the Children. This deals with the issue of abortion. Uh, it is graphic uh, to show you exactly what is going on in the baby murder meals. That's what they are. They are indeed that. Um, normally $10. These are small enough where you can put them in your pocket, but they're thick. They're good, high-quality paper, so they're going to last Get one for yourself. Get get one to to hand out to representatives, those who serve the people. My goodness, if you got people in your church who actually think abortion's okay, give it to them. Let them see it for themselves. All right. Uh, normally ten dollars this week with the promo code Life, L I F E. You can get fifty percent off. So you get them for five bucks um, and get as many as you want with that with that promo code. And that's through Saturday at midnight. You can do that. Also, if you agree with our message, sonsoflibertymedia.com, top of the page, you can click on the donate button and make a one-time donation to help support us. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty if you so choose to do so. Now, I'm going to tell you, I just, I'm I'm whooped, okay? Uh, we had storms here last night, and I usually sleep like a baby through a storm. Uh, but for whatever reason, I think I woke up about eight or ten times in the middle of the night. So I really didn't get any sleep. So as soon as we're done with the show, I'm going to bed uh, to catch an hour or something. Just I just feel like I'm still half asleep. Uh, but in any case, we're not here to talk about that this morning. Uh, there's a couple of uh, items that I want to bring to your attention during this time. Because tomorrow, uh, you know, I'm excited about the guests we're going to have. Uh, and I meant to bring... Uh, his side up, and uh, we're going to be we're going to be bringing, and I hope I say his name correctly, Johnny 
Sarucci. I, I want to say that's that's how you say it. But um, uh, he's going to be coming in and giving the reform perspective of you know Revelation and some other things like that. But it's mainly dealing with the Roman Catholic Church, and you know. Even though I can see a lot of the things he's talking about, I definitely agree with the history and what Rome has done and what it's become, and that it's Antichrist, it's, apost- it's an apostate church, um, and all of that. Uh, he's going to give you know what the Reformed forefathers held to regarding the papacy. Now, some of you have never heard this, okay? Um, some of you are new to the faith, so to speak, you may have never heard any of this stuff, and I think it's going to be very enlightening for you as to why we are Protestants. Protestant, you know, you've heard Bradley say Protestant has meaning. Well, that's he's going to kind of lay that out as to why we're doing. Now, we've only got an hour. We may keep him over depending on his time and everything. Uh, it would take hours to do. Um, I know me and Mr. Wordsworth... Uh, from D-Life have had, you know, some conversations, and I'm always fascinated with history and how it fits in. Not so much dates and stuff, but why things happen the way they happened, and because I think that's how we can learn from history not to repeat the same errors. And uh, so we're going to have Johnny on tomorrow, Lord willing, and I think it'll be very edifying to you, and it will be very eye-opening for a lot of people. But uh, today we're SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and I'm going to give you some headlines out uh, this was part of um, Bradley's show from yesterday, but it's also his article. This is Joe Biden's America. Right, how many of you have heard that? This is Barack Obama's America. Or, you know, yet the other side wants to say, oh, this is Donald Trump's America. No, it's not. It's our America. It's our America. And if they can get us thinking it's somebody else's America, well, then we think they can... Naturally, our mind will go, even though we may disagree with it, our mind will go, yep, it is theirs. They do whatever they want to do, right? That's the thing. So that's what Bradley's hitting on here, and he wants to correct that misapprehension that comes by way of, you know, sadly, people who are supposed to be on our side, okay? Um, Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, Dr. Brian Artis. Now, you remember when we had the ladies from Big Sky Liberty Alliance, uh, the nurses out there? They were bringing in Dr. Pina McCullough, and and they had brought in Dr. Brian Artis. And, boy, he really made the news there, um, you know, shook some people up. But he tears into Dr. Fauci over remdesivir. He says it had a 50%-plus death rate in Africa trials. Now, I've got a couple of videos that I'm going to play today. This is one of them, and I want you to hear what he has to say. Take a listen. This is Dr. Brian Artis. Our next panelist is uh, Dr. Brian Artis. Thank you for being here. He's treated over 10,000 patients from around the world, and he will explain the impact of current medical protocols on our healthcare system. Doctor, thank you. The cover-up and corruption is insane. Anthony Fauci is one of the biggest liars in the planet, and I didn't know who he was. May 2020, he declared in a memo on NIH.gov that there is one drug and one drug only that we're going to allow all hospitalized Americans to be treated with for COVID-19. This one drug in May of 2020, he said there was two studies that proved it safe and effective against one, the Ebola virus in Africa in a study a year earlier, and then in a second study that ran from January to March of 2020. And it was actually conducted by the maker of remdesivir called Gilead. They gave that drug to Ebola patients. Anthony Fauci was the only one that funded the entire study in Africa. So he knew this data. 
They found that it was the only drug in that one-year study that had an over 50% death rate of all the innocent Africans they gave that drug to in that experimental trial. The safety board for the trial pulled remdesivir from the study in August of 2019, halfway through that study, and said not another African can get this drug. It's too deadly and too ineffective is what they said. Anthony Fauci declared in May of 2020 that in that Ebola trial, it was found to be the most safe and effective drug against the Ebola virus. That's what he said. I knew right away from the Gilead study conducted two months earlier that the entire kidney failure, multiple organ failure was a result of remdesivir and had nothing to do with the virus. And that is absolutely true. I said in May of 2020, went to the media. I said, everyone needs to be warned that Anthony Fauci has declared a drug to be the solution to a pandemic for all innocent Americans. He is going to kill hundreds of thousands, if not millions of innocent Americans with this drug. So you have kidney failure, liver failure, now heart failure being caused by remdesivir, published to do so. Guess what the only authorized drug to treat COVID-19 children is now? In hospitals and outside. Remdesivir. I mean, that's pretty incredible. That's pretty incredible that you're bold enough that uh, you your dogs have been called off um, because a drug is killing people. It's not helping them. It's killing them. And they know it's killing them. And these nurses refer to it as run death is near. <laughs> and if you recall, we had Stephen Spivey on in August of last year to for the opening of Fallen Angel, which was about Extortion 17. In November, Stephen got COVID-like symptoms. He wasn't terribly sick, but he had, I guess he had a cough and some have you know, a little trouble breathing or something like that. Took him to the hospital. They gave him remdesivir and it killed him. It killed him. The, the fact that these people, listen, they have their mask off. They are showing you who they are. Dr. Anthony Fauci is a Nazi. There's no question in my mind, this is what this man is. And he's got them all around him. And for all you Trumpites, Trump let him be in there. And Trump, yeah, Trump may have given you words to sound like he's opposed to it and this and that. But what's Trump pushing? Is he pushing the deadly shots that are killing people too? Yep, he sure is. He's in on it too. Don't think he's not. He's playing you people. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to open, you know, I'd like to pry some eyes open of people on our side to see this. Because if if people are being killed like this, there's somebody behind it. And I'm not talking about a person that you can see with your physical eyes. Who comes to kill? Who comes to steal? Who comes to destroy? Hmm? You better wake up to the reality of the spiritual world that's going on around us because we've got to fight in that battle. And while, yes, I will talk about raising up the militia, bringing up the um, constitutional uh, common law grand juries, in dealing with things in the physical, the reality is that our battle is largely spiritual. And the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, means they're not a gun, they're not a knife, they're not something you know you can have in your hand. They are those things that are mighty through God in the tearing down of strongholds. And for a lot of people, that's what's here's where the battle is. You know, Alex Jones, love him or hate him, he's got a he's got a great line. There's a war on for your mind. 
That's exactly right. There is. And I'll tell you, one of the best ways to to defeat to or to win in that war, number one, is to turn off those that you know are lying to you. They, they're constantly lying to you in the uh, Mockingbird media. Just turn them off. If you got to see something because they're telling something or whatever, and you need to get something specific on it, like I usually do here, I don't have network television. I don't. I don't. I just don't have it. And I think I'm the better off for it. Um, but in any case, if I need to go find something, I can go online and I can find whatever I need to find most of the time when something's said that I think might be newsworthy, like some of these clips we're going to play here today. But that's one of them. <clears throat> and Dr. Artis is, um, is calling out the fact that Fauci, just like he did with the AIDS patients and giving them AZT, which he knew was, would, kill, would kill them faster, He's doing it with this. This guy is a mass murderer. He is. He is not a nice guy. He's not a great guy. He's not a smart guy. He's not, you know, I, I, how do you even call him a doctor? I mean, I guess he's went through the classes and courses or whatever to, to get that. I get it. But boy, he's betraying everything that he should have learned. He really has. Yeah, that's exactly right, Mr. Wordsworth. They love death because they hate God, Proverbs 8.36. That's, that's a great passage. That's exactly what they do. They, they love death. A um, couple other headlines here, and I'm going to play some videos throughout this too, because, boy, there's just a lot of stuff where it's coming out what's, you know, what's happening. Now, if you've been listening to Sons of Liberty, you know, you've already known a lot of this stuff as to things that are going on. We've had guests on. Uh, medical professionals, of course, Kate's on every week, uh, you know, our nurse and nutritionist, and she's been saying it. We've had Dr. Corbett, we've had Dr. Kaufman, we've had Dr. Cowan, we've had Dr. Madej, we've had a lot of people on, and, um, you know, it's it's been great to have that instruction on some things maybe some of us didn't know, uh, so that we're a little bit more aware of what's what's taking place, but if you've been here, you already know about that. Here's a couple of, another headline. Alternative media outlet gets behind Georgia Parents' Bill of Rights. Now, this is from our friend Suzanne Hamner with the Liberty Bells. And, um, yeah, this is – see, this is the stuff people start grasping at straws because they want to protect themselves. But then they're grasping at straws with the people who've been selling them out. You know, their state representatives who've been selling them out, their school board that's been selling them out, their county councils that's been selling them out, the feds who've been – they grasp at straws. Oh, you got to – Parental Bill of Rights? Oh, yeah, we need to get on that because we do have rights. And that's what they want you to think. That's why they call it that. But when you get into the meat of the matter, what it's doing is you're affirming that the state owns you and your kids. I mean, in the end, that's what it is. That the state owns you and your kids. You're, you're all wards of the state. Okay. Uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Charges dropped against a Florida dad who shot at a SWAT team during a raid in which cops injured his baby, they dropped it. They dropped his kid. They dropped his uh, little boy on his head. Yep, he shot at him because they came with a no-knock raid. And you know, we talked about yesterday. There should have been a no-knock raid in that uh, that story that we had. The reason being, there was a hostage situation. This was not. Um, oh, we think. You know, we got the wrong house, or you know, we're doing our war on drugs thing. And I got to tell you. The war on drugs is just as evil and wicked as the war on terror. It is. 
because it ends up violating the rights of the people. You can see it. There's there's stories. There's dozens of stories every day where cops are robbing people on the side of the road of cash because it, quote-unquote, smells like drugs. So what? So what? But they'll take the people's money, tens of thousands of dollars in some case. One, one we highlighted was a, a Marine veteran. $80,000 they took on the side of the road. He was going to see his daughter because I think, if I remember correctly, he was going to give her money for her college. He was just going to go see her. And they, they stole his money. Smells like drugs. We got a dog that went on it. Yeah, okay, whatever. Something smelling like drugs is not a crime. It's just not. Uh, yeah, there's some there's some just crazy, crazy stuff. But here's this guy. Good. I'm glad that he was, uh, the charges were dropped. He should have never been charged in the first place. But this is how they do. And all you people that want to get back to blue, you're asking for it, man. Those guys need to be held accountable just like anybody else. And they don't need to be doing certain things like this. They really don't. Also, sonsoflibertymedia.com. I love this. If you're calling out Russia's war crimes, but ignoring the West, and yes, we've been involved in them too. We have. You're part of the problem. See, you got to call it out on both sides. This is why at the Sons of Liberty, we don't get, we're not political in the fact that we push a particular party or any of that kind of stuff. We hold to the law, and the law is going to get both of them. And everybody else this listed too. It, it gets all of us because the law doesn't change and it's not partial towards what your political ideology is. It's partial towards itself, what is right and what is wrong. And uh, when you're dealing with these war crimes, I mean, this is going to get everybody who involves themselves in that. And if you can't get behind that, that's, you, really, you really have a problem that you're dealing with it now. Okay, so this one right here... This guy, I'm telling you, this guy is a devil, okay? Um, he's a Zionist. Yuval Nova, or excuse me, Noah. He needs to really change his name. That's a good name, Noah. Harari. This is the advisor to Klaus Schwab, you know, World Economic Foreman dude, right? Evil, wicked, Mr. Evil, you know. That's who Klaus Schwab <laughs> reminds me of, okay? Okay. I, I could tell you this of what he said, but I would rather you hear what he says out of his own mouth. Listen to this. Surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. Ain't no microchip! What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. Ain't no microchip. We now see mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet. It's none of their all, business. They want to know what is happening under our skin? What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What what is our medical? It's none condition? of their business. Ain't no microchip. Now humans are developing 
even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers <laughs> of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. This guy gods. is so twisted. We are going to become gods. And this is Richard C. Period. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. That's over. That's over. That's here. That's done. And there's Barry. That's here. That's done. That's done. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead Listen. and being the son of God, this is fake news. Did you hear that? Let's just back fake that news. up. Let's back that up just story a little about bit. Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. All right, so the story of Jesus rising from the dead is fake news. But he can be divine. He can be a God unto himself. He can lead people after a God they have not known. This is, this is the point of what Deuteronomy says. Now you say, Tim, didn't you say that we're in a spiritual battle? Yes, I did. And yet, God, the God that most of you claim that you follow, you take his son's name as Christian, little Christ. I mean, that's really what it is. You're an example of Christ. You take his name, and yet you reject the very justice that God says that should be meted out against a man like this. And yeah, somebody said it, what I say. A rock party. This guy should not be allowed to be speaking this stuff. You say, well, it's free speech. No, this is not. You do not have free speech to blaspheme the God of heaven. You don't have that. That is a crime. And by the way, it was written into many of our state laws. If you don't know that. There was a guy, I forget the guy's name, I wish I, I had thought about it, I'm just now thinking of it. <clears throat> Years ago, he went to Washington, he wrote out a pamphlet that attacked the Lord Jesus and Christianity and the gospel, and they arrested him. Why? Because they said, our foundations are biblical, by the way, I, I showed you the certified public law that I got from the Library of Congress, which showed that Congress had acknowledged our laws are based upon the Bible, not upon the Quran, not upon the Bhagavad Gita, not upon, you know, the whims of man, <coughs> excuse me, but upon the Bible. And here this guy was attacking the Bible and the one the Bible speaks about, the Lord Jesus. And he was found guilty. Mm-hmm. See, that's not free speech any more than it is a constitutional right for you to worship false gods. You don't have a God-given right to worship false gods. If it's God-given, there must be the right, the real God who gave those rights, the right judge, the right creator who gave those rights. See, that's just logical. If you want to follow the teachings of Muhammad, then move to a Muslim country. Seriously, move, they are, they've already got it in place. Isn't that what you want? Move there. 
If you want to follow humanism and communism, pick a country. There's plenty of them out there that'll do it. That's not what America was founded upon. And here's this guy <clears throat> blaspheming the Lord Jesus. Oh, it's fake news. This guy wouldn't last two seconds on this show. I'd, I'd offer Mr. Harari, if anybody can get this to him, you're welcome to come on the show. Uh, because your claim can easily be dismissed. Easily be dismissed. But this isn't all he had to say. I've played this one before you, or for you before as well, <clears throat> in which he blasphemed the Creator by claiming he has superior intelligent, intelligent design over the one who made him. Listen to this. My favorite economic forum speaker of all time is this reptile, Klaus Schwab's top advisor, Dr. Yuval Noah Harari. Let's see what he has to say. Data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, Elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Elites hacking organisms and re-engineering life itself? Well, he's not talking about doing that to people, is he? Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. Well, I guess he was talking about doing that to people. All people, to be specific. And if indeed we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life four billion years ago. For four billion years, nothing fundamental changed. Not playing God, are you? Because that usually works out super well. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some God above the clouds. Oh, you are playing God. Say more. But our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces. We will be like evolution. the most high. Gosh, we will ascend into the... plan in place on how to yeah. control people with your cloud technology, would you? And that plan isn't, by chance, already being implemented, is it? Today... We have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Oh, so you could implement it. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. People could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. All right, so 
So you you get you get how this guy thinks. Now there's another one. There's another one, and um, actually there's a couple. Let me see if I can and get this one here. Okay, so this is him again. I've, I've got just two clips that I'm going to play of this guy. And the reason I'm playing you, you go, well, he's not a representative of the United States. Yeah, but you understand something. Our representatives are looking everywhere else but the Constitution to uphold it. Okay? They're looking everywhere else but the Constitution to do their job, which they swore to uphold. They certainly aren't looking at the Bible, that's for sure, which our laws were based upon. And when I speak of our laws, I'm talking about our state laws, what they were based upon. Um, and I've, I've done you know a couple of shows on that where I've shown some of that. Take a listen at what this guy says here. And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be, what do we need humans for? Or at least, what do we need so many humans? See, here's where the mind goes. Um, at present, the best guess we have is uh, keep them happy with drugs and computer games. And we call this the metaverse. What you guys do in here? Pretty much yeah. everything that it's you would do in the real world. world. Or at least, what do we need Except so you're not many doing humans? anything. ...would constitute a new useless class. When I say that these are useless humans, it's not from the viewpoint of their mother, of the wife, or the, or the son. Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? First, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up... See, to they all have billion. the same mindset now, because really they're all from their same, the same daddy. New vaccines, health care. Their daddy taught them reproductive this. Reproductive health services. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? Forget the conspiracy. Listen to our government agencies. These guys are telling the truth. You know, there's no conspiracy here, folks. Just right. get your damn vaccine. All right. All right. Thank <laughs> you, doctor. All right. So that's MSLSD right there that, that ended the thing. Just get your vaccine. They're telling us the truth. These guys are great. This is a moron right here. A useful idiot. You, you know, when this guy's talking about, sorry about that, got to lay hands on you a little bit there to clear up my uh, camera there. This lady is a useful idiot. She, that's what she is. Do I think that she has no purpose, has no use? Uh, do I do I view the world through the lens of Mr. Rari? No. Because God has a good purpose in using even wicked people like this. And you know what it is? If he won't bring them and subdue them through the gospel message that caused them to repent of their sinful ways, the way these guys are talking, and look, the fact that Harari goes from, hey, we've got this great technology that can do this, this, and this, to, oh, what do we need all these humans for? What's the next logical step? Well, we got to get rid of them. How are we going to get rid of them? This is not hard to understand. This is Hitler-esque. This is Stalin-esque. This is Pol Pot-esque. This is Mao Zedong-esque. That this is the kind of talk that comes out of these people's mouths. And the next step, because they're not dealt with, is to start killing those who bear the image of God. And you say, tell me, well, you made you may mention of a rock party. Or, yep. Isn't it better to deal with the wicked who are showing their wickedness rather than allow the wicked to rule and bring that destruction upon thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people? 
Yep, I think it is. And it teaches the rest of the people, you better not talk like this. You better not put in place plans to commit genocide throughout the world. You better not do that, or you're going to meet the same end. And that's just on this side. That's just on the side that we see. That doesn't even begin to speak to the issue where this man's going to stand before a holy and righteous judge who shows no partiality and doesn't get to give you... Your mouth's going to be stopped. You're not going to say anything because the truth is going to be right there in front of you. Now, do I want this guy to face the judgment of God? Nope. But if bringing the judgment of man, the justice that man can bring upon him, will help him see the light so that he sees his need of a Savior from his sinfulness, then yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, and you can quote me on it too. You can quote me on it. One more. As if you haven't heard enough. You know, I got to tell you, I'm 53. I have never in my life heard people talk like this. I just never heard it. So bold and so brazen, speaking out against the God of heaven, number one, and openly talking about what use is all these people when we have all this technology and stuff. I mean, it it is the prelude to saying, let's just wipe them out. Let's just kill them. That's what they're saying. And there are many of our representatives who agree with him. They're trying to push the same thing. So this isn't somewhere far off in the World Economic Forum or any of these other places. This is right here at home, guys. Right here at home. All right? Listen to this one. The technology will, on the one hand, make it possible to start enhancing and upgrading humans. And on the other hand, especially the rise of AI, will make more and more humans economically unnecessary, useless, and therefore also politically powerless. And the world or humanity might have different parts of humanity might have different futures. And we might see really a process of some kind of speciation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, hey. And this guy is supposed to be smart. Uh, I will use the term he is wicked smart. Not in a good way. He's wicked. His intelligence has led him to this. It's puffed him up. It's made him prideful. Just like Satan. He was a beautiful creature. God created him unique. And he got too big for his britches, so to speak. And he thought, well, I'll be like God. Now, I want you to notice what this guy is doing. This guy has made idols. Okay? He just told you about AI, artificial intelligence. What has man been doing all this time for all of history? What has he been doing? He's been sitting back, and if he will not serve the God of heaven, then he will form gods from his own hands. And this is the twisted thinking that's there. He will take a piece of wood, he'll take a piece of metal, he'll form it and shape it into a god as though he is pretending to be God, to, to make his own creation. And then the real twisted part comes in is that he'll bow down and serve that thing that he made that has eyes, but it doesn't see, ears, but it doesn't hear, a mouth, but it doesn't speak, and he'll serve that. He'll show himself to be a dupe to his own determining of what's right and wrong, rather than trusting the Creator in that. 
And what does it do? It snares him. It snares him. Um, <clears throat> this guy reminds me of those who would cry out to, uh, you know, their gods, their familiar spirits, and things of this nature. Because for him, it's not a wizard, it's not a, a, a familiar spirit, it's AI, it's technology. That's what this guy is. So let's go to Isaiah chapter 8, verse 19 is where we're going to focus, but the context around it. Listen to what he says. Isaiah writes, Bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples, and I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. And when they shall say unto you, Seek unto them that have familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peep and that mutter. Now, I'm not going to add to the word of God, but I can definitely see in here, this is the same thing. He's looking to his own intellect, his own creations. What does Isaiah say? He said, Should not a people seek unto their God? For the living to the dead? To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is a little light in them? Nope. There is no light in them. None. And they, they shall pass through it, hardly bestead and hungry, and it shall come to pass that when they shall be hungry, they shall fret themselves and curse their king and their God and look upward, and they shall look upon the earth and behold trouble and darkness, dimness of anguish, and they shall be driven to darkness. Now, look, what is the issue here? What do we always go back to? And sometimes it's just not that hard to understand. It really isn't. We go back to the Word, right? What God has said. God has been proven true time and time and time and time again. And man who says they're going to outlive God, they're superior to God. You remember the Beatles saying, we're more famous than God. Well, you're not now, are you? Most of you are dead. Mm-hmm. And Paul McCartney, if you don't get right, bro, you're going to face the same fate as those who went before you in your band. Same fate. And I don't say that with any joy. It's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God, the book of Hebrews says. But men have stood on their head that famous message that Jonathan Edwards preached in the Second Great Awakening, in which he said, in which he titled it, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. Now we have angry sinners in the hands, or excuse me, God in the hands of angry sinners. We got to get this right, guys. We got to get it right. And, you know, we're the mouthpieces. Again, I, I would encourage you, if you didn't get to see the show the other day with Pastor Artur Pavlowski with, uh, with Bradley, man, I mean, that guy puts it where it belongs. He speaks to the tyrants, he speaks to those who side with the tyrants that they're wicked and they're evil, and he's willing to endure the hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Why? Because he, like Paul, endures all things for what? The sake of the elect. Yeah, I know some people don't like that term and all, but the fact of the matter is, it's biblical. And you know what? 
If you're a Christian, if you've been redeemed, if you've been saved out of your sin, you have one person to thank for that. And that isn't you getting intellect or spiritual enlightenment or one day that you decide to be a Christian. No, you, you can thank God for that because He sought you out and He saved you by His mercy. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, the one that uh, uh, Mr. Harir says is fake news. The story of Jesus is fake news. Can't prove it, but he'll just toss it out there. Why? Because he wants to put God out of his mind. He doesn't want to be one who's accountable to someone else higher above him. He doesn't want to do that. What else do we see? Well, let me bring up my uh, page here. We're told in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 12... In verse 13, excuse me, hang on just a second, Let me, I was pulling up a page, and this is not on the, uh, <laughs> the, the other site that I was pulling. I need to get my online Bible on here. I've got that written down to put my online Bible on here, because I, I really like it better um, in how I can find things and how I can show things as well. Um, <clears throat> here's, what, here's what we read here. This is Deuteronomy chapter 12. And um, verse 12, And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, ye and your sons and your daughters and your manservants and your maidservants and the Levite that is within your gates, for as much as he hath no part nor inheritance with you. Take heed to thyself that thou offer not thy burnt offerings in every place that thou seest, but in the place which the Lord shall choose in one of, of, one of their tribes. There thy... There thou shalt offer thy burnt offerings, and there thou shalt do all that I command thee. Notwithstanding, thou mayest kill and eat flesh in the gates. And he goes on from there to tell them certain things. But what, what's, what's, he, what's his focus on? There thou shalt do all I command thee. Right there in verse 14. Okay? And he warns them. Remember, we, we talk about this on Rotten of the Core Wednesday. And uh, I'll go back just a couple of chapters, just so we can highlight this, um, of what he says. And this is a message to us, especially for us as, as, as fathers, and to pass on to our children. Listen to what he says. This is Deuteronomy 6. Hear, O Lord, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. And the reason is, as he goes down, you'll see it. Um, he tells him he's going to bring him into the land. And then in verse 12, he says, Beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shall swear by his name. You shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are around you. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. 
It's pretty serious stuff, isn't it? And yet we have people like Mr. Vardy, who has, from all things that I can see, seared his conscience. I mean, he's just seared his conscience. Am I saying he can't be saved? I, you know, I, from the man's standpoint, yeah, I would say that. From a biblical standpoint, the Bible says nothing is impossible, specifically regarding salvation. Nothing is impossible with God. But there's got to be some people put in Mr. Rory's way who are going to confront his sin. Just like there's got to be people put in front of our representatives, our presidents, our governors, whoever, to call them out on that as well. To call them to repentance. See, guys, you can't sit in your house and hope this all goes away. You can't just say, well, this is me and Jesus, and no, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. If you're to be a good soldier, then that means there's an army, right, that you're a part of. You're not Lone Ranger out here doing your thing. We all have different gifts. All of those gifts are useful in the body to edify one another as well as accomplish the task that we're here for, which is to occupy and take dominion. That, that's what it is. And I think a lot of Christians got to get this in their mind, okay? I, I really think we got to get this in our mind. The dominion mandate has never, ever, never, ever, never been rescinded. It just hasn't been, it, that's never been done. God gave it, and when he gave it, he kept it intact. And Christians have been slicing this off, cutting it away for decades here in this country. But let me make sure that you understand what that is. Go over to Genesis chapter 1. In verse 26 it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God says that they're going to make man in the image of God. And I say they because it says, let us, this is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three persons, one God. And he created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them. He, he told them the very thing that was going on in the conversation there in the Godhead. And he said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I give you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the earth, and every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. It was very good. There was nothing bad about God's creation. It was all good. It was all very good. And this has never been rescinded. You go, well, I don't think we ought to be taking dominion of the earth. That's kind of imposing our... Listen, your enemies believe it's their duty to take dominion over the earth and over you and your kids. You better get this right. Better get your head screwed on about what this is. Your enemies are doing this. They're telling you what they want to do. 
They want to build up their technology. They want to raise the Tower of Babel again. They want to elevate themselves as gods, their intellect and their artificial intelligence and their little gizmos that they make to surveil people. They want to be as God. They want to see everything about you. They want to, it isn't just they want to see you. Did you hear the guy? We want to know what your heart's beating like. We want to know uh, what your blood pressure is. We want to know uh, what you're thinking, who you're going to vote for. They really want to be God. Even though they say, oh, it's fake news. Jesus is fake news. But this is what they want to be. Better get our heads screwed on as to who we're dealing with. Seriously, we better get our heads screwed on as to who we're dealing with and deal with them properly. The first means is to expose them. Ephesians 5.11. That's what I hope that just letting this guy talk has exposed that. Okay? I hope that's exposed him for who he is. I mean, I think even unbelievers can get, okay, this guy is... He's out there. And he may be out there. But he's being allowed to continue, allowed to influence all kinds of people who have the ability to put this into practice. But the Bible tells us something. A greater is he who is in us than he that's in the world. It also tells us that we've been made more than conquerors through him who loved us, right? That's the Lord Jesus. We love him because he loved us. He first loved us. The question is, what are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with it? Are we going to sit here and, and hope that if we get a red wave in November that all will be well? Is that where your hope is, really? Is your hope is, well, if we just get Trump back in office, then all will be well? Is that where your hope is? Well, you're no different than Mr. Harari. You're still looking to man. You're still looking to, to the creature to solve the problem rather than the creator. And there's repentance on both sides that need to be done. They need to be turned from that kind of mindset to say, you know what? God has said this, this here, and we're going to obey God, and we're going to seek to enforce what he said. That's what we need to do. Um, the difficulty for most of us is to say, how do I put that in practice? Well, we're going to be talking about some of that next week, I know, uh, with regards to things that are surrounding us. So stay tuned for that. Lord willing, we're going to have that a full week packed full of preparing for the coming apocalypse. Okay, (laughs) You guys catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and we'll see you in the morning at 6 a.m. Lord willing. Adios.